What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Community Corner Podcast. My name is Arnov. And I'm Nikhil, and today we're going to be embarking on an enlightening journey into the intricate world of negotiation. Wow. We're going to be exploring the psychology, strategies, and the ethical considerations that underpin various negotiation scenarios. Wow, sounds like a fun episode today. For sure. So, what most people don't realize is that negotiation is both an art and a science, and its understanding its nuances is a valuable skill in both personal and professional lives. Like, in what situation can you not think of where negotiation actually doesn't help you? No, it's, seriously, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Exactly. Right. It's so important in your personal and professional life, so I think it's really important that we just uh, delve into it. Yep, so why don't we, you know, commence this episode by delving into the, the psychology side of negotiation. You know, what really motivates human behavior during negotiations and, uh, how can you know that kind of understanding of psychology be leveraged for success in this in this kind of arena? Yeah, so <clears throat> negotiations are fundamentally about people and their interests, right? And understanding the psychological factors at play, such as cognitive biases, emotions, and the desires for fairness, allows negotiators to build trust and make deals that satisfy both parties, right? Um, I was reading this book. Um, it's a great book by Dale Carnegie. Mm-hmm. And one of the main things he says about negotiation, and negotiation, getting what you want, is by making sure that the person you're negotiating with is happy out of the deal and making sure that he thinks that it's his idea. And that way, he's satisfied with the outcome. Because obviously, no one wants to be wrong. And only like less than 1% of the human population can admit they're wrong, which is a really, really good skill to have. So if less than 1% of the population can admit they're wrong, then how do you prove someone that they're wrong? And how do you negotiate when they don't want it? You mm-hmm. make it, you literally make it their idea. So, right. and there's multiple strategies to this and we'll get, we'll get into that. Right. I mean, it's, you know, it's not just psychology, right? I mean, it's, it's a science of strategies, right? And negotiators can really employ a variety of strategies such as the distributive approach um, as well as, you know, where they basically aim to claim as much value as possible or the integrative approach where, they basically seek to create value for both parties. And I think the choice of strategy really just depends on the specific negotiation context and also just kind of understanding what the person you're speaking to knows. Maybe they already know these psychology strategies. Maybe you need to try something else new to approach them. And so that's very important to understand. Mm-hmm. I think an interesting aspect of negotiation psychology is anchoring, right? And this is when the first offer in a negotiation can significantly influence the final outcome. So I think a very prominent example of this is when you add a very high starting price, it can lead to a higher final sale price, which just illustrates the power of psychological priming in negotiation. And um, one real life implication of this is perspective is reality. So when people perceive a, a certain fake value for something, they'll perceive it as reality. So um, the NFT boom, right? Who cares about a picture of a bored ape? But when people perceive that the value of it is multiple thousands of dollars, Mm -hmm. people will buy that and sell it for higher price. So as long as people perceive the value of something, that's the reality. And we can definitely like integrate this into negotiation. For sure. And I think, you know, there's, there's just a lot of depth to negotiation. There's a lot of ways that it could work out in your favor, but at the same time, there's also a lot of ethical considerations, right? It's negotiation. Negotiation is not only about winning, you know, it's about ethics, you know, and uh, 
you know, some of the considerations you need to take into account is honesty, transparency, and just a commitment to fairness overall. You know, at the end of the day, you know, if you're trying to, you know, bargain for, you know, a higher price or a lower price, depending if you're the, the buyer or the seller or whatever it is, you want to make sure that, you know, you're not scamming the person <laughs> or, you know, you're not just purposely launching them into, you know, a field of debt or, you know, knowing something that you're not telling them, basically, you know, that transparency piece is extremely important. Exactly. It's all about how true are you to the person you are, like the character you are. Um, and it's all about honesty, transparency, and the commitment to, to fairness. But in the business world, ethical considerations can be very, very crucial. Um, for example, in supply negotiations, a company's commitment to ethical sourcing practices can impact its reputation and relationship with stakeholders and the consumers, which can um, very, very much um, volatize the stock, um, the revenue growth, all that stuff. So this choice to negotiate ethically can have far-reaching consequences if put in the wrong hands or you know if unethically negotiated. Um, but I do have a kind of funny example when we can unethically un- negotiate. Um, for example, in fantasy trades, like in our local fantasy league with my friends, sometimes I'd be ripping them off, like saying, give me Tyreek Hill and I'll give you like Rasheed Rice or something. And people who have limited knowledge might be do that. But so on those like low scale things where the the impact is super minimum, that's okay. But we're not here to promote at, like non-ethical um negotiating so we we just want you to know that when you're negotiating please keep in mind that people have lives and um Mm -hmm. it's really important to um make sure that you're it's fair but at the same time get what you want you know and it's okay to embellish a little bit yeah no i was actually i i was reading this case study basically you know an online kind of a simulation of a business and um the question was basically that you know there was this business uh whose supplier basically told them through a contract that they would be able to um, get their supplies for cheap, you know, their items or whatever. Um, however, they are asking that they would be untransparent to their customers by not telling them the price that they bought the item for. And so the, the question was in that case study, you know, do, does the, the ethical consideration of, of not being transparent to the customers outweigh, you know, the potential costs? And uh, I actually, for that question, I answered that um, they should be transparent with their customers. And I think the reason for that is that a lot of times these things can come back and bite the business back, you know? If a customer finds out that you're not being honest with them, well, your reputation is going to go down the drain. Now, to be honest, you know, whether it's through reviews, through word of mouth, you know, and if it gets really serious, it could end up turning into a lawsuit as well. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's you know, really important to consider these ethical, the ethicality of things, you know, even from a profit standpoint. It's all about risk and reward, right? <clears throat> like, for example, if you're unethical, the risk that's involved with it is so big that it could potentially damage your company versus the reward, which is short-term gratification, um, which in terms of like long-term profit loss margins is actually not that deep. Um, but in terms of actual negotiating, a very big prominent like um, a very big prominent strategy that people use is win-win, right? And yeah. what that means is I kind of talked about this before, but just going a little bit more in depth into this is after a conversation negotiating you want both sides and both parties to feel that they got something out of it and it was their idea now how do you do this right there's a very prominent strategy called the yes yes right where you ask a question that kind of relates to it and we use this in debate too whether i'm on the debate team we use this in debate when we're doing cross-examination or to get stuff out of our people out of the person we're cross-examining so it's a yes yes theory where we ask the question 
and they say yes to it, and we ask another question, and they say yes again, and this, and by the third question, they should lead to the conclusion where they make the offer itself, right? And so, what does the yes yes theory have anything to do with it? Where it's all about psychology. When they affirm something and they affirm to it again, they're more inclined towards being saying yes to the third t- thing. Just it's all about psychology. So, mm-hmm. and they'll start thinking of ideas, and you just kind of put that in practice. And um, once you can effectively use that in negotiating, it can definitely come to your advantage. For sure. And I think, you know, with that said, there's a lot of things to consider with negotiation, right? I mean, there's just so much to do with psychology that that can really be used in your advantage to basically be be able to get whatever you want, you know, whether it's from a business standpoint, you know, getting the lowest price or from a personal standpoint, you know, even if it's as simple as, you know, just getting a pack of gum for your friend um, uh, or, you know, a piece of gum, whatever it is. Um, So I think in both, you know, both facets of business and personal standpoint is something that's really important. But at the same time, uh, to our viewers, we really want you guys to emphasize that ethicality aspect of it too. We don't want you guys going and scamming your friends or scamming business owners or anything like that. You know, use this to your advantage, but you know, keep that in mind. And with that said, we'd like to put a wrap on this in-depth exploration of negotiation. At this point, we've traversed the psychological, strategic, and the ethical dimensions of this complex art as well as science. And so with that said, we'd like to thank you for joining us today. We hope this episode equips you with valuable insights and tools to navigate the dynamic world of negotiation. Peace.